pushover is oh. harsh. I would call you a gigantic pussy. Yeah, that, that's fair. Yeah. I'm, I'm hearing. I'm hearing enough to be one. Yeah. <laughs> cut, 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 cut that out. No, we're not going to. <laughs> no, absolutely not. We're not going to anything this episode. No. No, yeah. not uh, not a goddamn thing. Yeah. Mm. Uh Lord. Well, uh, how are you gentlemen doing otherwise? Um, I was just uh talking with Josh about how it feels like I'm uh an assassin every time I go to record <laughs> a podcast. Because I have to so uh I have to take the hamper out of the closet, then I roll the desk chair out from the back of it, then I unfold my little table, then I, uh, my laptop stays under like three pairs of shoes, then I, I put that on the table, and then I have this little plastic container that has the microphone and the headset and uh, all my other shit. Uh, then I, I like, I have to, it, everything is a very confined, narrow, space that is is precise and in one false move and I could literally fucking die in here. I love that you see yourself as an assassin when I see mm-hmm. yourself as uh, see With you words, as baby. I, I see you as Forrest Gump building a gun like that. Yeah. <laughs> in record time. I mean uh, Who's to say? Like, I honestly, that was one of the scenes that they cut out of Forrest Gump was him killing JFK. That yeah. that is a thing that happened. Like, I had he, to help I, the nice I, man. I, out yeah. Of the book. <laughs> yeah, he should not ought to cheat it on his wife. <laughs> that is the uh, that is the the version of Forrest Gump that would have been so much fucking cooler. So is if cooler. he had found himself. Uh, at the scene, like, I, like, oh, like helping, <laughs> like Sirhan Sirhan couldn't get into the back of the building yeah. wearing his, his, uh, I his, left the man his, into the kitchen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was working. <laughs> I, I'm fairly certain we've talked about, uh, Forrest Gump, you know, like stuff before, but you also imagine what would happen if maybe he like helped design like the Hindenburg. The Hindenburg? Oh, the <laughs> that would that would have been way before his time. I think. Uh, yeah, I think he true. was like he was a kid in the fifties, so it'd be like a baby that uh, like pushed put a hole in the Hindenburg or something. Yeah, is in the womb. He yeah. like kicks real hard and makes his mother like sit down on a like a I don't know some some uh, like a uh, like a, know a, a, a blowtorch or something. I don't she know sat, what whatever the fuck. On the oopsie button. Yeah. <laughs> it was that in like the forties oh, or the I don't fucking know when the, the Hindenburg. Was. I think was the thirties. I can't remember. That was a Didn't long time it happen ago. in New Jersey or something? Hindenburg yeah, disaster. There's a okay, 1937. So we're rolling out Forrest Gump. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, um, well, okay, hold on. Look up what year Forrest Gump was born. <laughs> well, it has to be. I mean, in the in the movie, he's dancing to Elvis. So I feel like that puts I, it in the 50s. I would right. imagine Google's responsible. He's a fictional character, you jackass. <laughs> <laughs> but but at the same time, so we know that Forrest 1944. Well, I mean, Okay, 44. Okay. So, his life. As a baby, he could have helped design the atomic bomb. Yes. No, well, I don't know. I don't know what year the atomic bomb was actually designed or invented. Are y'all going to see the Oppenheimer movie? Uh, I'm going to go see Barbie. I'm I'm going to op on over to the polls. The John Joe Oppenheimer (laughs) Smith. Uh, His name is my name too. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, now, <laughs> I, I mean, Oppenheimer. <laughs> I, I guess. I mean, I feel like there's this thing where it's a lot of times when I go to the to go see a movie in theaters, the bigger thing that I'm looking for is how long it is, mm-hmm. and then I'm like, mm, not going to do that. Yeah. Like, so there's a lot of <laughs> movies that I know are very good, right? That I just like have not seen because they're too long and. And it's like, I don't want to push that on Sarah, but it, but it kind of is sometimes she's like, I don't really feel like it. Like I'm probably more prone to sit there for like three and a half hours, but she's less likely. She's got um, shit to do, man. Yeah. She's, she has an yeah. important life. <laughs> exactly. um, 
Yeah, but you know me. I yeah, I probably do have the yes, time. Yes, I but, do know you. I absolutely, but even, fucking yeah. know you. But I I couldn't bring. I still haven't been able to bring myself to watch like Bo is Afraid. I see that three hour runtime. Right. That's three hours. Yeah, it's two hours and fifty nine minutes. And I'm okay. Like, oh my god. But okay, so here's here's my argument: is we are we have trained our brains essentially to watch ten hour movies with the way that television shows are shot and we binge. I don't like it either. Well, but we we know how to take breaks in between, right? Like mm-hmm. even if you're even if you're not binging it all at once, even if it is a weekly thing, why don't people just break up movies and like make intermissions into them. That's kind of how I watch movies. Like if if there's a movie I I want to watch, I'll go to the gym. I'll watch like 20 minutes at a time when I'm on like an elliptical or something like that. Um, I do it all the time. I feel like it once again pushes it back on my wife. I feel like it's a movie that she wants yeah, to really also see. We're really blaming women today. Yeah, we're just blaming God women. Um, <laughs> she also wants to see that movie. So, right. but she will not break a movie apart. Like I will watch a movie. Yeah, like you said, in like ten minute increments. Right. Like I will, I will pause the fuck out of a movie <laughs> right, yeah, and yeah. just be like, <laughs> my favorite thing I? in the world is pausing a movie. Actually. <laughs> It's great. I mean, yeah, more like, so than uh, watching it. I love taking a break from it. Yeah, I did you're that with. That, you're telling me that this war is infinity long? I did that with Island of Doctor Moreau the other day. Whoa. I paused it like three different times. <laughs> the the uh, Marlon Brando one. Yeah, yeah. God, that movie is fucking oh, disturbing, dude. Does that that is rocks? that movie. The USA Network fucked me up as a kid. <laughs> They they used to play that goddamn movie all the fucking all the time. time, all the time, man. It feels they had, like <laughs> they were like the pinnacle of like '90s shit for us. It was like movies like that, and then shows like La Femme Nikita, <laughs> La Femme Blue. Nikita. Holy <laughs> shit! <laughs> yeah. I think what's funny I, about those type of movies play, being on cable is they gave you this feeling that like even like Beastmaster, where it's like where it's like. You thought, I mean, I thought growing up that these were like the biggest movies. And then years later, people were like, <laughs> That's this is why, the worst movie oh, ever man. made. Okay, so we just landed on why Josh's movie tastes are so fucking distorted. He thought he thought Highlander <laughs> was peak cinema. Uh, Highlander like, is peak cinema. Think? Okay, all right, all right. The all first right, Highlander yeah. movie is peak cinema. <laughs> okay, all right. And Dude, this is it's a, got Queen on the I, I'm not, I, I didn't say that you were wrong. I'm just saying this is why you think this. It's well, because yeah. the the yeah. USA network, yeah. Like uh man, wings, we've talked about our love of wings before. Mm-hmm. Wings yeah, used to cares. be shown I swear to god like 6 hours out of the 24 that they yeah. had to program for. Like there's this thing at work where like we have specific kind of posters from different regions and for some reason we have a lot of social distortion posters. Uh-huh. And one day this lady was like, "I'm sorry. Are they like the biggest band?" <laughs> And I was like, no, like, I don't know how else to explain this other than just saying no. So I feel like it's like, it feels the same kind of warps your feeling. There's a bunch of, there's this band called No Means No, and that might be a name you've never heard. Uh, I have not. But like, there's, there's a lot of their posters at the office. And so they're like, when my boss goes to price them, he'll price them up. And the artist who did them is like, these aren't really worth anything. Right. right. It, it gives you this false impression because you've seen so many. It's, of them. it's a, it's lens distortion. It's yeah. whatever, it's whatever lens you view the world through. It informs, you know, it's, it's the same thing we, we've talked about before about like, you know, children being raised in a, uh, uh, Muslim region of the world versus a Christian region of the world versus a Jewish region of the world. Like that, that is what makes you uh, cling to your firmly held beliefs. More Are you than about to go into a Richard Dawkins rant? Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, right. Yes. Uh, if you'll, yes. Um, it, but it's like, it's like <laughs> kids that grow up in like a, an impoverished area of the planet that get like 1997 Colorado Rockies, you know, Western NL, I don't know what the actual division they're in, but they get like a, a shipment of those shirts after the season when they fail to make the championship. 
Mm-hmm. And they think that the Colorado Rockies are like the biggest fucking team in the world, you know? So all these kids grow up and like maybe they go out, you know, maybe they travel around the world and they think, oh, well, the Rockies have to be the biggest team in America, you know, because... And people the- have to like check their phone and make sure they are a pro team? Yes, exactly. Like, exactly. They're like, wait, what are you talking about? <laughs> How, would the Rockies not be the biggest team though? Because they're all full of winners. I mean, they all fight and defeat their opponents over the course of several movies. <laughs> Yes, yes, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I, I was going to I was going to let Ryan take that dog for a walk no matter Thank where. You. It was. <laughs> hmm. I, that I would like, be so I much like better that. if yeah. if the Colorado Rockies were named after Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> that would be such a cooler fucking team. Hey, coach, we got to go. Hey, yeah, good. Go. Who's on, uh, hey, who's on the mound tonight? I don't know. That's the worst <laughs> Sylvester Stallone impersonation of all time. He never did a baseball movie, did he? Uh, Not yet. Did he do a football movie or a basketball movie? <laughs> no. Okay, or a hockey uh, movie, soccer, anything else? You know, <laughs> Josh, um, you said that like did. that was the one crown jewel left unobtained yeah. by uh, yeah. Sylvester Stallone. He did a he did an arm wrestling movie, so you That's would say. true. Oh yeah. Well, yeah, so, yeah. is it more of a truck driving movie or? a... Arm wrestling movie. You know, I, I have not seen uh, that. Like, that movie lives more as memes in my head than it does as, a, like, a plot, same. an actual movie. Yeah. Yeah. The movie same being me, yeah. over the top for uh, anyone. Yeah. Uh, have you ever seen uh, Stop or My Mom Will Shoot? Yes, I've seen it. That's another, oh, that's actually man. a movie that I feel like because of fucking cable, I had a warped perception <laughs> of that movie. <laughs> I thought that movie was hilarious and I thought it was, like, a popular movie. Like, <laughs> And then, like, fucking podcasts, and I listen to it. Uh, how did this get made come around? And they're like, they just skewer all of these movies that I just had an airtight perception of. You know, or you get to basically, or you also get to a certain age, and people are like, that movie's dog shit. And you're like, Haha, yeah, bro. And you're just like, <laughs> they, I mean, a lot of times, like, I'll rewatch it and be like, oh, shit, dude. Like, men at work. Like, I was, you know, I thought that that was like a hilarious movie. Yeah, all as the a Comedy kid. Central, like, Great back band, when Comedy though. Central had their little planet icon uh, with, you know, down in the corner, all the movies that they used to play in the summertime uh, just. Over and over and over again. What were some of those? I'm trying to think now. Like I can, I've got flashes of like images in my head, but I, I can't. I feel like a little later on, like Saving Silverman would be played a lot, yeah, uh, yeah. which I still think is a hilarious movie. Yeah, that movie's but, good. That movie, but really I, I, I kind of Dirty forgot work, the beginning. Dirty work was, Dirty work was played a lot. Yeah, yeah. Um, I half baked, of course. Half baked, yeah. But like uh, even before, even before then, like like Soul in, Man. <laughs> whoa, they played Soul Man. They played oh, Soul Man a lot. Bro. Soul oh, Man used God. to be played all the time when I was a kid. Holy shit. And for, for yeah. those that don't I mean, know, Soul Man is a movie. See Thomas Howell. Let's see call Thomas Howell in blackface. As the Soul Man. As the yeah. Soul Man joining so a black, could get into black fraternity. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. he's like, I don't have good enough grades. God, even the premise is like, I don't even want to say it out loud. He, okay, he knows- I've, tried to, I've tried to watch it before, and I was like, I can't do this, man. So I just want to say that movie was ahead of its time, actually, <laughs> because the Supreme Court is about to rule on affirmative action uh, oh. admissions in college, oh. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and uh, and and basically they are essentially poised to strike down using race as a factor in admissions. Uh, so yeah, um, the, you know maybe maybe instead of you know, ridiculing and persecuting the movie Soul Man, we need to take another look at it and yeah. really exist. I'm just kidding. Hey, pl- um, please uh, yeah. clip <laughs> that part out yes. and yeah. spread it around whenever Will says something, you know. Vic, Vic re- canceled really- my ass. <laughs> well, yeah. I was trying to think of whatever. Comedy Central also aired a bunch of, like, TV shows. They had, like... Uh, like reruns of like the critic, Mr. Science oh, Theater. Yeah, the critic, uh, critic was amazing. I, I made I made sure to never miss an episode of Pardon My Zinger. I don't know um, what that is. Yeah, I've never heard of for you, Jeanette. <laughs> uh, Beat the Geeks. That was uh, another oh, one. Oh God, <laughs> we're just naming like, TV shows. I like that show, but I'm like I'm afraid to go back and rewatch it and not see the most like toxic, unlikable like incels and in training. You, yeah, you I know, mean I think a lot of times of when incels. we watch shows, we see reflection of ourselves. You know when the the country really went to shit? It's when they canceled Win Ben Stein's money. 
Yeah. I feel like that was like candled been, it or like that was canceled. that was the fork in the road, really. You know, <laughs> like, Jimmy well, do you Kimmel, think that that that's like his or a villain origin story? Ben Stein? No, his, his villain yeah. origin story was uh, when Working he went in to the, high school with my dad. Wait, really? He did? Yeah, he he's a Montgomery Blair alumni, um, and uh, he was like in the same, I don't think the same year, but like definitely a lot of the same classes as my dad, and yeah, like uh, same with Goldie Hawn, like she went there same year as my stepmom, and mm. uh, yeah, I don't know if I ever mentioned this before, but yeah. yeah, and he said back then Ben Stein was an asshole too, <laughs> so it was like, well, funny. Yeah, yeah but like, I mean, it's been going for a long time. Did he you, ever so, take Ben Stein's money by bullying him <laughs> and throwing him in a locker? God, I hope so. That would have been so but, fucking cool. <laughs> I mean, okay, so maybe uh, it's easily. I'm not a wiener. It's Don't highly do this to me. It's highly possible that Ben Stein obviously has been like the jerk that he's been like uh, for his. Oh, whole he life. worked in the Nixon administration. Yeah, yeah, he was but, a piece of shit already. Do you think, though, his show getting taken off the air, like, sort of, like, pushed him even more into... Well, I just mean, I just mean, you know, the, a lot of people are saying that we're more divided as a country than we've ever been since the Civil War, right? Mm -hmm. So, I think the beginnings of that is when Ben Stein, who has clearly always been a conservative and a Republican, and Jimmy Kimmel, who's more of the neo-lib uh you know says the right thing every once in a while guy but also still did shaquille o'neal in blackface on I think television. It was alone, but keep going uh, oh yeah well yeah oh, it, God, was, it was no, it was jimmy fallon that did the shaquille o'neal uh, i believe but yeah think, it was yeah, it was uh, carl jimmy Kimmel, uh, yeah, carl so, yeah so that is uh, what i'm saying is <laughs> that is the fork in the road mm-hmm. when that show got taken off the air that is when the divide of Republicans and Democrats became irreconcilable. You know what I mean? You, we could not go backwards from that moment in time. Yeah. That's, that's my hypothesis. So the in man, the history books, they'll the mention... The Man Show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mention The Man Show as being our last bastion of freedom. No, 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 no not, not The Man Show, no. I, I'm, ben, when Ben signs money, that is when... Mm. Uh, that that is the actual like well, man shows after uh when men signs yeah money. I think so yeah so, yeah, yeah 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 so I, th- I think there's something to it I would love to see history books um you know twenty years from now use that as a, a reference store for that yeah I would it, yeah I mean I think I should actually just break into a high school and get some history books twenty <laughs> years from now but you know, oh, we'll man. see oh wow. Um, so, okay, let's get an impression out of the way. <laughs> okay. Um, I did everything right and they indicted me. <laughs> uh, that's about all I want to really want to say about the Trump thing. He, I just, I just love that. Uh, so the, bit. the, was that Eddie Deason? <laughs> I don't know uh, who that is. <laughs> uh, you're better off. No. I, since having watched I Think You Should Leave, it makes me realize there's more and more <laughs> of these characters in the real world. <laughs> like, yeah. the, the the guy doing the voice, you know, he just, he breaks into a, he breaks into a voice for no reason. Uh, that, that type of shit is so funny, and it makes me realize that, like, all of Tim Robinson's characters are, there. it's just real life. It's just yeah. real world. Like people act as ridiculous as they do in that show, which is fucking hilarious. It's Trump. Trump doing that voice is the guy from the Corn Cob TV sketch, where he, you know where yeah. he like keeps getting. Uh, you know, getting some, more I'm surprised somebody has not done like a like a ma- massive behavior going like I didn't do fucking shit. <laughs> yeah. I didn't rig shit. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, they, well. It's interesting too that I feel like I'm not worried about it. I'm not worried about Trump's any Trump's voices are just Jiminy Glick a lot of times. Like yeah, yeah, like, yeah. And there's even like Another there was this whole Central show. <laughs> there was this whole bit on Jiminy Glick where like he left something at home and had to go back, and he got basically he runs out of the studio and jumps in this comically large truck, 
that has like a very big American flag on it and drives down the road to like go get something from his house. And it's funny now that do essentially people, that... Do people know who the fuck Jiminy Glick is? I like, guess we're, not. We're, we're talking about this shit. I have no idea if anyone listening knows who the fuck Jiminy I, Glick well, they're is. Well, I feel like they got it in some way that it's like, I don't know. I, I guess I'd like to know. Like, you know, so people commenting when this comes out, this uh, now very dated episode. Um, but uh, let us know if you know what the fuck Jiminy Glick is. Try and abstain from, like, Googling anything and then being like, yes, I know. Right. Uh, I mean, but but yeah, you don't I, I would like to points know. For, for knowing or not knowing. <laughs> for for yeah. sharing a picture yes, of Jiminy exactly. Glick. Um, yeah, yeah, Jiminy Glick's attention. Yeah, <laughs> but... Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, I, I, that's another thing. I thought Jiminy Glick was like the funniest show, and also, I mean, I still do. It's but it also is like I thought it was. I thought, yeah. I thought it was like huge, but I think it got canceled. Like, I don't <laughs> yeah, think it was yeah, all crazy the shit popular. Got canceled. Yeah. yeah, Martin Short isn't in the realm of celebrity. Isn't like that. I don't think he's ever been like successful in a he's way a little, like Steve he's a little Martin. Too short to be famous. Yeah, but he. Yeah, I don't know. That show's amazing, and, but it's funny. My point being is that I feel like that is like a MAGA person. Like, like his caricature uh, is like a John Stottle or whatever that guy's right. name. Do you remember? Like, yeah, uh, John Stossel. Stossel, yeah. Which I've seen, he just makes videos about like Walt woke culture now. yeah yeah like he used to do these things where he's like it's kind of the grind my gears kind of video thing yeah, yeah. but now they're just straight up like in the same way that like ray stevens only does videos about like joe biden now if he's right. even alive like that and it's like some point they just go i'm gonna go full in on this stuff uh that's sort of my john stossel voice yeah but. they lean into it because uh, again i was talking with someone uh yeah, actually on the Nostalgia Pit podcast about how a lot of these guys are predisposed to uh I, I don't want to call these guys grifters because it starts in a um in an honest, in an earnest place, right? They're they're these characters like you were talking about, like, you know what really grinds my gears or back in my day type of type of yeah. guys. But then the they get older and as they get older, so does their audience get older. And then they realize, particularly with with Trump and, and shit for the past however many years, like suddenly the audience is is desperately searching for any kind of media sphere that agrees with their views because they're more emboldened by it. So then they lean further into it and it makes them money. It gets them views, et cetera. And then they become a contributor on like daily wire and shit and et cetera, et cetera. So they, they uh, like, they definitely believe themselves, but they have leaned into it harder than they ever have because it's, it actually makes them money now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that totally makes sense. I, I just, I don't know. It feels like I'm trying to think of if there's anything I've kind of consumed that I've been able to like see the person go down that path. Like it would almost be like interesting in a way. Um, the end result is bad, but like right. it's like if you start, if you're like enjoying something, I guess people have this experience with Russell Brand. It's like you started, you started liking Russell Brand or something because he was in like, Forgetting Sarah Marshall, and sure, you're like, yeah, I'm yeah. gonna just see what else this guy is in. Yeah, like get him to the Greek. Oh, cool, man. Right. And then you're just like, <laughs> get him to the and, and then eventually you're like, wait, what the fuck? Like, how do we fucking where it's <laughs> you know, he's like, the perfect example of someone who had one note. Yeah. Like their their personality, their character, it is it is always been the same in real life as it was on screen, right? This guy who's on too many drugs, who uh, you know, is is kind of charming um and and handsome. Uh and then it's similar to like Kanye or Kyrie Irving or Elon Musk where they become successful doing one specific thing, whether it's basketball or making fucking cool ass records or some shit. Yeah. And they get told how much of a genius they are at that one thing. And they don't hear it as you are a 
you, like this is an act of genius. They hear it as you are a genius. And we think of geniuses as being these like Tony Stark figures, you know, like infallible. Like, yeah. Albert Einstein, real good at math. Motherfucker could not play basketball to save his life. I bet, you yeah. know, like you know he that? had no handles. He had, he could yeah. not, he could not cross. Like he would get dusted. I, I would destroy Albert Einstein on a basketball court. Right? Ryan, can you do, can you do, uh, Albert Einstein's voice getting crossed up by Will? Yeah. You're the only one legally allowed to do an Albert Einstein voice. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, me, 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 me. Um, Hey, that's not cool, bro. <laughs> Oh, good, so job, good job. I'm very yeah, that proud of you. That hurt to do. Great like, job. Emotionally, that hurt. A I love lot. the setup. Yeah. Like <laughs> Albert <laughs> Einstein in the studio, whack as shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like would... could not make a could could not make a good beat to save his life. I demand a peace test. <laughs> <laughs> like fucking um, like like when Musk was on stage with like Dave Chappelle. Right, and he was like, "I'm Rick James," you know, like yeah, it's like, yeah. And then he and he did that would have been the Naruto pose for some reason, where he like leans forward and he puts his arms backwards like he's doing the Naruto run. Is the most <laughs> awkward fucking shit I've ever seen. Mm, God, uh, <laughs> wait, did he yeah. really do the not? Did he really do the Naruto pose for real? L- look it up. Just just look up Elon Musk on stage with Dave Chappelle, and there's pictures like overhead. It, he is striking the most awkward. I am not comfortable in my body right now. Pose I have ever seen a grown man strike. It's uh, I know people. It's, he it's, really does. Ugh. He really does look like. He's being driven by like an alien inside his body, like <laughs> yeah. men in black kind of thing. Have like, seen, have you seen the tattoo that that guy who got the tattoo on his chest, where there's like, there's like, it looks like there's an opening at the bottom of his neck, and there's like a little steering wheel, and there's tiny hands, like mm. like there's a little uh person oh, driving the that. big person's yeah, yeah. body. It's yeah. it's what? one of the most batshit tattoos I have ever fucking seen. Is it on tats that will go? Is it on tats that go hard? Yes. At some point, yeah, I yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. uh, just, just I don't even know what the fuck you Google that. Uh, tiny hands driving human tattoo. I think that'll work. <laughs> that that should uh, bring it up, and it is what? one of the most confounding things I have ever seen. Uh, I was talking with Tammy about this. She saw that for the first time the other night, and again, I, I just described it as best I could to the listeners. It is, it is like a little, it's like a little kid's idea for a tattoo that this like grown man who looks like he's in his late thirties, early forties got. And yeah. I don't. It's more confounding. So like, I, I run that tattoo page. And I see some wild shit. I see like people get like, the most graphic, hardcore pornography scenes like tattooed on them. I which don't even is, think I realize there's your page. <laughs> yeah, it, it's 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 a wild choice to, to get so many fucking pages to get something. You found it, Ryan? What the fuck is this? <laughs> it looks it's, like Modoc. Yeah, exactly. It's like a Men in Black situation where there's like he makes his he makes his head look like it's attached to this like these tiny hands drive like attached to a steering wheel that is like operating his body it's so fucking weird there's like half the photos are him looking like hey yeah man i got this tat the other half is like oh man yeah it's 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 one of those things that's like like it, it's like a joke that we would make on this Mm -hmm. podcast of something stupid to get and this guy got it but it's not offensive, you know what well, I mean? Of like he's it, a trucker. It's not a. Uh, it, it's not like something that's you know. It's not like you know. It's not like when you you look at like a giant like swastika tattoo and you go, God damn, what the fuck was that guy thinking? It's like you know what he was thinking, you know, like it, like it is, yeah, right there in in black ink. What well, that guy it, was thinking when he got like, that. It's not even as you know, like if you were somebody, I don't know, whatever you're doing with your life, you know, have fun. But, you know, like, if you got a tattoo that says, like, cum slot or something, you know, yeah, like, it's yeah. like, it's like, you know, you do have to go out in the world and live it. But his is even like, it's like, it's not, yeah, like you said, it's not offensive. <laughs> exactly. It's not, it's not edgy in any sort of way. Exactly. Like, it's, Who is like I, I, and again, I, I'm not, 
I'm not mad at the tattoo. I'm not like, oh, look at that I'm idiot. Kinda, I'm, I'm just I'm impressed by it. I'm just, it is the most befuddling fucking tattoo I've ever seen. The only thing that comes close to it, which this is just fucking hilarious. This is way funnier to me than the hands, is the the tramp stamp that says, I'm going to kill you, Ray Romano. <laughs> <laughs> that one's really good. Uh, that one's so it's good. It's amazing. Can you imagine? I don't, I don't know why she got it. I don't know what the story is it's there, so cool. but it's incredible. That's someone, dedication. I, I hope I hope someone wiped her up. You know, like yeah. That's like, can you imagine like going on like I don't know, first date, second date, whatever. I hope it was and, Brad Garrett. Yeah, that's Brad Garrett's <laughs> body. I imagine it's like I don't know. Whenever you you know seal the deal on the series Start of dates, clapping them cheeks, and yeah, and then you're just like, does that? Make you like not you, want to continue around. forward. You, you know, like, let's let's paint the picture. So yeah. <laughs> it's just like the maybe the the fourth or fifth date. You're you're feeling good about each other. Um. Yeah. Also, you grew up watching Everybody Loves Raymond. You know, and maybe, I love ma- maybe you're a big fan. And clearly not. Maybe you yeah. love no Ryan. Ray. This is from the perspective of somebody seeing the tattoo for the first time. Mm-hmm. So you grow up watching Everybody Loves Raymond. You you start dating this girl four or five dates in y'all are feeling good about each other you're fooling yeah. around in bed you know you you slowly like she takes your pants off then she rolls over and you take you, off your tuxedo t shirt you take off your tuxedo t shirt <laughs> and then your that's boxers. that's what you read how like could you stay hard after that is my question. Could you bust. actually seal the deal, or do you just, or do you just bust right there? I, and and do you like you you can't disrespect the tattoo, so you can't bust on the tattoo. Um, yeah, mm. I have. I don't know. I, I don't know. It's it's uh it's pretty incredible. Um, that tattoo. I mean, I don't know how we got on the subject. You, uh, uh, well, I would say the I still think maybe the the pinnacle for. Uh, bizarre tattoos I ever saw was uh, a guy who had had a part of his uh, arm amputated. You might have seen this, Will. Um, and on his elbow, he just tattooed a giant fingernail. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I've seen that. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's good. That's yeah, that's good. Uh, that's that's pretty good. I saw another uh, amputee tat that uh, turned turned his his like uh, upper arm into a shark. Like biting uh, at the end of it because it kind of had that <laughs> shape of of like a, a great white nose. Mm-hmm. That was pretty cool. Now I one. gotta say, uh, speaking of great whites, we can talk about uh, ocean life, and uh, we make the I don't know if y'all back me on this, but make the proud uh, declaration that any money from the George Center podcast that is made soon will be going to help fund orcas attacking boats. <laughs> yeah, 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 we're absolutely. gonna send her. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Orcas we need rock, less yep. boats. Yeah, we won't uh, support Ukraine, but we will support the orcas. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I like orcas. Orcas could take down Putin. Yeah. Uh, probably the Russian Navy for sure. Yeah, definitely. You ever seen the movie Orca? They're capable of many things, including killing Dumbledore. I have not seen the movie Orca. But, you not? Uh, no. You've seen, uh, you've seen like everything. I, you know, I actually just picked up, uh, I went to the video rental store, which I don't do as much anymore, and I got Cool as Ice, the vanilla ice oh, movie shit. to watch this weekend. Um, and I've never seen it. So someone was like, uh, when I, and they're like, you know, this is bad. And I said, yeah. <laughs> and they're like, okay. <laughs> and I'm like, why else would I be getting that? I can't imagine. That's like, it okay, being... okay. Who. Who really says that to someone when they're going out of their way to rent a movie? It's like when Probably someone's a, it's like when someone's about to do recreational drugs. Do you look at them and go, "You know that's bad, right?" Like, no, yeah. you don't. You know they they are aware. They're clearly aware of what drugs are. Yeah, you know, you know this is going to make you talk like Russell Brand on a exactly, podcast. Exactly. Exactly. So don't do drugs. <laughs> Precisely. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Well, Ryan, what do you have for topics today? Um, I have a mini story that I guess would lead into a topic, uh, which was that a couple of nights ago, um, I had a particular difficult time going to sleep because for about a good hour or so, um, 
I heard a very, very loud argument that I'm pretty sure was going to erupt into fisticuffs, if not weapon play, between a couple that was breaking up. And <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm not laughing at domestic <laughs> violence. <laughs> you using the phrase fisticuffs into weapon play. Yeah. Or is... a domestic violence situation. Like, uh, I'm, oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Keep going. But continue. Keep well, yeah, thankfully, continue. I don't think I don't I don't think it turned anything other than just like them yelling at each other very loud for okay, about like an hour. Okay. And um wait, so what how how why I don't, I don't know if there's weapons involved. It's, I I'm just because of how long it was going on for and about how okay. it just keep kept getting louder and I kept finding out more about these people I didn't know. Um, <laughs> just from overhearing the argument. Yeah. Um like around like, like, exposition. Like it was around like eleven fifty five. Suddenly, like because I'm popping in and out of my door to like, like out of morbid curiosity to like keep listening to this. Because I was Ryan's, like, this Ryan's was a little little old blue hair, <laughs> like watching the <laughs> like like peeking out of her curtains, well, watching well, the neighbors. Because, you know, all I did fight was in the driveway. My, all I just did was like open my door to my hallway, and like I saw there was like at least like another person or two who was doing the same thing as I was mm-hmm. because we were just all curious, and I kind of like shot a look at somebody like up towards my way to be like, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I was like, oh, y'all like, y'all hello. exchanged knowing glances. Yeah. We exchanged glances of like, what the fuck's going on? But uh, yeah, around like five so minutes did, to mid, it was around like five minutes to midnight. Uh, I learned that apparently whoever these people were, that one of them just straight up yelled really loud. Your dick don't even get hard. No more. <laughs> Man. <laughs> oh my God. And mm. I, I'm not going to lie. I started laughing quite a bit. And then I just immediately hopped back inside. I was just like, that would be the point where someone would probably find out where the fuck did that come okay, from? Okay, man. Next time this happens, turn your fucking microphone on, start a backup recording on audacity and get us some good audio, please. Oh, you have no idea how tempted I was to just like put that on Instagram live. Oh, you should um, have. You should have. Yeah. I think if I were that guy, I'm not saying that this would be a good decision, but if someone had screamed, like, your dick doesn't work, I would be forced to print out pictures of my erect uh, penis and post it around the apartment <laughs> complex and be like, my wife is a liar. You know, <laughs> you, know you, you would have to. You know, It, like, it I, was I think, very much like, I could see like an I think you should leave situation where if the guy would come there and be like, I don't have a baby dick. I make a lot of money. Yeah, you, like, you would have to. You would have to hold a little sign next to your wiener with the date and your name on it, though, or it, it could be anybody's <laughs> penis. You know, could be. Yeah, yeah. You, the, the, you would have to hold up the the day's newspaper. To yeah. I, guess, <laughs> I, I guess I just. I guess leading into that, um, like, have y'all ever been in a situation like that where you're kind of just like, my wife should... has never screamed, "Your dick don't work no more." Yeah. Um, so we can um, we can just this is this will be a very short not, segment. Not not that <laughs> she's never. You, I, 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 actually, let me. I take that back. She's never screamed that in public. So she's never seen it. Yeah. Um. And uh, but now, like, have y'all ever been in stuck in a situation like that where you can hear and or maybe potentially see like a very notable situation? Like maybe not necessarily like that, but something else go on, and like you're just gonna kind of stand around, like like and like maybe. Like, should I get in there and like tell them like to calm down or like stop? Um, you know, I or have you just not, are like, or are you just like go on? I have. I mean, I haven't lived in like an apartment situation where that's um a thing. Actually, I can think of a couple of instances. So not too long ago, ah, maybe like three or four years ago, some people down the street from me were having like this huge, huge argument. And I don't know, like, I, I guess like some people were trying to walk away from it and other people were following them down the road and they ended up like screaming at each other in front of my house, uh, at like one thirty, two o'clock in the morning. And I went out there and like put on my dad voice and they, they seemed like they were in their early twenties and scared the shit out of them and had, had them like apologizing to me and shit. And, uh, they, you young lovers ought to work this out. No, I, I, I just screamed like to, to shut the fuck up and get away from my house. Uh, cause it was like, I, I wasn't even mad that they were arguing or anything like that. It's just like, man, it is fucking two o'clock in the morning. God damn it. You know, uh, get the fuck out of here. Um, 
I'm good at bluffing people, you know, like I don't actually want to fight anybody. I don't actually want to, I'm not going to call the cops on you, you know, like I, I don't want shit to escalate or anything. Um, the other time this happened, we were at band practice once and there was a situation like it sounded like this guy was beating up a girl across from the band <clears throat> space. Uh, it, there was like a like a shelter or something. Like, I don't know what kind of situation, if it was like a food pantry or something. And mm. there was two people outside of it. And I, uh, grabbed a hammer from my car and started walking towards the guy and told him to get away from her. And then it was like night. So I couldn't really see what was happening, but it sounded bad. You're like, and, I'm uh, about to pull a cannibal corpse. Do a hammer yeah, smash face. I just, I just scared him off essentially. Um, with, you know, I, is only you know like you can only do so much in the moment you know what i mean like i'm I'm not trying to like yeah. like like get myself you know uh injured or anything or, or or shit like that but when you see some shit happening like that you know like just the best thing to do is try to scare them or startle them out of out of whatever's happening i think trying to like scare a bear yeah but i haven't <laughs> i haven't um like back when me and Josh lived together at the quads, uh, like people used to get into arguments all the fucking time out outside, yeah. like down below in the courtyard and shit. And it was like, it, we lived right at the edge of the campus near UNCW. So, uh, you know, people were drunk and breaking up with their significant others constantly. And, um, I'm sure something to the effect of your dick doesn't even work. Got screamed more than once. <laughs> yeah. 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 Now, at the quads, how often did you tear things up? Um, Tearing quads, never mind. God, Jesus. Cut his mic. <laughs> Cut his mic. I will. Mm. I, I think the, the one thing that comes to mind, which isn't really the same situation, but I used to, anytime we were on tour, I would sleep in the van, like, almost every night, like, that we didn't get, like, a hotel, just to, I don't know, keep things safe or for some reason. Sometimes just to kind of, like, not be around people. Um, mm -hmm. And so I remember this one specific time where I was sleeping out or sleeping in the van outside of Philly. And then when I would like pick up my head, uh, cause it's like any kind of street noise would kind of wake you up. There would just be like someone from the apartment, like staring at me because they had, they had like a bakery in their house. It's in Philly, like just like any kind of old city. It was like they would have a storefront and then above it is like their actual apartment, like kind yeah, of old yeah. school kind of thing. So they were, it was probably like three in the morning. So they're like making the bread to I guess, send out to like deliveries and <laughs> yeah, stuff. So yeah. you start that early. And so I would, I would kind of set up and then. I guess the per it was like the window and they're like kneading dough, just like looking straight ahead. And they're may not even really paying attention like to me. Like a cat might... making biscuits on your comforter. Yeah. Like you wake up <laughs> and the cat is on your chest, like kneading the comforter, staring at you. Yeah. But in that, I was like, man, this is like, this fucking sucks. I picked like the worst place to, place to park. And it was like, you just find whatever parking you can in Philly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at some point in the night, uh, someone just goes right by the window because, to their credit, they didn't know someone was sleeping in there. Right, and then they just proceed to yell about Batman Begins <laughs> for like fifteen minutes. What? And and then it was like what? fucked up feeling. It was fucked up feeling because I was like, "What the fuck?" Like, it, it, Batman Begins isn't even like out because they were like, "Oh, I just got out of Batman Begins," and then just kept like kind of repeating it to the person. Wait, and, what yes, year was, was this? This was whenever, okay, so the point being that they actually had gotten out of uh, whatever the second one, I don't know why I'm blanking on it, uh, Dark Knight. Dark Knight, um, yeah. They had gotten out of that movie. Okay. And so then I'm like in the car, I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Where the fuck <laughs> is Batman Begins playing at? But they were just calling it Batman Begins, even though it was the Joker one. Um, and so it's just like, it's just fucking me up because it almost like, I'm like half asleep and I'm like, Wait, or am I in like a, some time warp thing? Or like, are they showing Batman Begins? <laughs> like, why is this person just screaming the word Batman Begins over and over again? So, what, okay, what was their opinion of it though? 
they were, it, it almost felt like, because, I mean, this was a long time ago, it was like they were trying to have a conversation with what they thought that movie was, but they couldn't get good cell phone service, so they just kept screaming the word Batman Begins again <laughs> in their phone, which I don't think that they realized that they were yelling, but also they were just right next to the window like, of the van. Yeah, it's like some yeah. like the criminals in the movie would yell out, Batman Begins! Yeah, and so okay, it's but just... What if, what if the person on the other end kept asking, what was the first Christopher Nolan Batman movie? And that's what yeah. he was actually screaming. Maybe, maybe it was also like they were trying to win tickets to like a radio thing. Yeah, yeah, know, so, maybe they so were the answering. 17th caller, you know? Yeah, and so they just have to keep saying the word Batman Begins again because yeah. it's like they go through they go through the operator and they're like, you know, just so you know, because we want you to come on the air and yeah, say the correct. Question. Yeah, Yeah, and so they just keep saying it. Like, that's the only thing that makes At sense. At 3 o'clock the, in the morning or whatever yeah. the fuck. Yeah, and it was, it was like, what the fuck? is going on like and then i picked my head up to kind of like like get the person's attention and i'm looking at the girl but the person needing the dough is also like looking at the girl because they're also yelling at their window and then we're all just like none of this should exist <laughs> in this moment <laughs> like you shouldn't be here you shouldn't be here i'm the only person needing this bread that should be here i feel like Please. that's a very very mundane moment to find yourself in in like a large city like philadelphia yeah i mean you would prefer that over like yeah, that's that's know. like that's the most tame thing in the world to uh to be in the middle of when, when you're talking like a big city you know those liberal yeah. wastelands of uh you know disease the first time and, i went to philly it was over by like Love Park, and there's like a row of buildings as cities are. But the thing about Philly that's interesting, uh, since it's like an older city, they're like buildings built very close to each other, but there still is a gap between them. You can't really like walk through the alleyway of it, right? But the alleyway, which is the size of my head, uh, the width of it. Is just filled with trash to the top, <laughs> like, like, and that was my first impression of Philly. Was just like that trash has probably been there since like the seventies. Yeah, it's like and an archaeological dig at that point. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's this like trash a, is it's never like a scene be for gone. an Indiana Jones sequel or some yeah. shit where you can you can find artifacts. And I think if you took the trash out, the buildings would crumble. So you have to like. <laughs> so it's like a support structure at this point. It's like a it's like a load bearing pile of trash. Yeah. Instead yeah. instead of columns uh, that you see in like the the classical Roman uh, style, it's just that that's the Philadelphia style. Is just the the alleyway trash uh, load bearing. I did have a quick thought. Uh, I guess this is sort of my topic, but I don't know if it counts. Um, I realized last night that Matt Walsh is younger than us. Are you serious? Yeah. Yeah, that that tracks. I, I believe that. Uh, and in I mean, some I way, believe I it like also I... because you just told me. I don't think you're a liar. <laughs> yeah, I'm a, I'm a fucking liar. <laughs> uh, you call me a fucking liar? Um but that it was mind-boggling to me. I think it's just it must be kind of something about just the way he handles. Obviously, I mean, it obviously is. So the yeah, way he handles yeah. himself, the way he dresses, the way he acts, it feels like I thought that they eradicated that strain by the time a certain you know we got to a certain age, which I know isn't true because there's you know twenty-year-old bigots and shit. Sure. Um, but being realizing that he was that he's younger than us was fucking mind-boggling. Also. Um, because I did the cross country drive and I, I do the same thing Vic does sometimes where I'm just like, I want to really inspect like the worst of the worst. Sure. So I listened to an episode of Matt Walsh's podcast on my oh, drive God. from, from Dallas to North Carolina. And, uh, his podcast is him talking just to, to himself children. the whole time. 
It's the, like the, he doesn't. So it's just it is just him and a mic. Just him and a mic. I'm 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 assuming he has other kind of things, but like it seems from this episode I listened to that seemed to be a normal format of him. Just it's a rush, you know, Rush Limbaugh thing. Yeah. But it's like even weirder because it's like podcasts don't have the same kind of. Uh, production even when they do have production mm-hmm. that it's like even with rush limbaugh there's like breaks there's little music <laughs> things coming in so then it's just yeah, like it's and broken he, up it's it's radio segments because you're you're live on the air you're talking you need to reset your brain every once in a while yeah but it's just continuous of him just like aren't you know, all of th- those shit. like i know i know they do interviews but aren't most of those conservative shows for the most part, just the the figurehead or the personality talking at you the entire time. Like it's not a conversation yeah. for the most part. Like Ben Shapiro, that, that's what's or, strange. Or Stephen Crowder. I um, believe so. It, that's what when I see these little clips, it appears to be what they do. But I never thought about it because it's like I, outside of the clips that pop up when you know people are dunking on them or whatever. Right. Um, I've not sat down and listened to like a whole fucking episode of Ben Shapiro. Cause it's, it seems like Dog I shit. would want to yeah. die. Um, so I was like, <laughs> okay, well, let me, let me just try. You know, I feel like sometimes it's like, it's not going to sway me obviously, but I'm like, you kind of want to know what they're talking about. So in an instance, so when, when you're, when you're in a conversation, you, you kind of being aware, I think also, disarms people that are trying to have a conversation with you and bring up people like Matt Walsh. And you're like, well, I know on this episode he mentioned, then they're like, wait, what, (laughs) you know? And so that was kind of my reason of doing it. But I, I just like, I can't imagine, I know it exists on the left. Like there's gotta be the same format. It's a normal radio format, but I can't imagine. And also it feels like it's like a bad way to put your idea out there. Because, and this is why they do it, I feel like you're not... Because they don't have any friends. Well, you're not having a conversation. You're not actually having a conversation. No. And you're not actually, like, trying to shape your worldview any. You're just stating things. And there are so many things in it. All this is kind of obvious to anyone that knows who the fuck Matt Walsh is. But there are so many points where it's like, they're coming for our children next. And then you're like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> but I mean not that yeah. not that they would even if it was a conversation, not that they would have anybody conversing with them that doesn't reinforce whatever their worldview is, but they they really lack a an ability to converse on the fly, which I think is why they uh they choose that format so often is because their their views for the most part, it's the equivalence of tweeting out some some hot take on Twitter and having the replies turned off. You know, the, so that only people can quote tweet you because then you're not directly res- replying underneath. It's not like a back and forth thing. Then you can just not look at the the quote tweets, right? It's it's the same format but in a podcast form essentially. Yeah. Um the the it, it happened to me earlier this week somebody I forget exactly what they said. Uh, but I, somebody was being like openly racist and I, I said, yeah, like this, this makes sense that you would, you would not show your face on this. And they responded to me with like, uh, you, something about dismantling my beliefs and then immediately blocked me, um, without giving me some big account, some HP Lovecraft fan account, which big surprise. I saw that. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's the equivalence of that, you know, they, the, they do not, their beliefs don't stand up to, uh, you know, um, examination. So there's no point in having a a conversation there, you know, HP and HP Lovecraft stand for Harry Potter, Uh, Hewlett Packard. (laughs) Uh, Um, I I don't know. So there was something, it kind of ties back into like. I don't know, Tim Pool or Matt Walsh thing, where there was a thing going on where basically this guy was like, hey, if I date a trans woman, I'm not gay. And then they, there was like a thread of like all this stuff. What I want to tell people that like, right, we'll just say on the left, if someone like Tim Pool or your family member that is Tim Pool Light tries to get you in a gotcha that's like, you're gay, just say yes. 
Like yeah. it doesn't, yeah. we know it doesn't matter. So don't let them have it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like just exactly. like, don't, I feel like it's, it's silly. Personally, I think it's silly that we're still like hung up in binaries. Like if you want to fall in love with whoever you want to fall in love with, like, that's, and that's, I understand and, there's and, so much baggage hey, around it in I, society, my, but you know, that's a, the, 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 my favorite thing is to, to tell conservatives and Republicans that like, this is, this is what y'all argued for, for, for years is personal freedom. Right. <laughs> so if, if you want to fall in love with whoever, like, like that used to Sometimes be, I feel Republican because of that. Right. Like, like, I'm like, like I think the, that you should have, I, I think personal freedoms is like the utmost importance where I'm like to, to the point where I feel Republican. Right. And, and <laughs> I'm, I'm being facetious, obviously I when I say that, because that is not their actual uh, yeah. position. Their position is, uh, like freedom of speech until I don't like it, you know, like yeah, that, that's yeah. my the, personal freedom. That's always a thing. But, um, so speaking of one of those dipshits that just talks at you for a long time, this was a funny <laughs> fucking take. <laughs> uh, Michael Knowles quote, I want our civilization to be as socially conservative <laughs> as we were in 1220. 1220 is a <laughs> wild wild year like we're not even talking about the 1950s well, at okay. this point when we're, was we're talking Luther? about before the printing press before yeah. oil paints before <laughs> before any of that shit before uh, the events of prey i want our civilization <laughs> to be as socially conservative as we were in 1220 before all the modern ideology started corroding our civilization it's just it's so funny to me i don't i don't know like the 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 thing that that always cracks me up is all of these guys because they get you know a couple hundred thousand views on YouTube they all think that they would have been part of the nobility mm-hmm. instead of shoveling horse shit and like making you know uh uh plows in in some you know some peasant's village somewhere 20 is such a specific number that's I'm like, what i'm what saying is... like it's it's such a wild year because to, martin to, luther to go back to that martin was, luther that was, was way later alive it? 1483 to 1546 yeah, so yeah, presumably yeah. somewhere in the middle of his life he, he starts writing these documents that end up leading to the reformation and i have uh, a dream you know, yeah, and, yeah yeah um but like, so 1220, it's like, I feel like in a sense, you could be like, wait, when was Martin Luther born? That's the year I yeah, want. Yeah, exactly. You like, know, but 1220. 1220 is, is there must so be some specific. Catholic. There must, because he's Catholic. There must be some Catholic thing, some Catholic holiday. If somebody understood, if there's any, yeah, what any is the significance, significance of, of 1220, yeah, yeah. maybe there's nothing. Maybe it's the first crusade or something. Um, you know, like I, I gotta yeah, know. Yeah, that, that like, might, yeah, that might, might correlate with it. Actually, that's a good point. Yeah, it, it was just, it, it's, it's funny to me. Like I, I keep seeing these guys yearn, particularly, you know, the the Roman bust accounts on Twitter, the return accounts where they post like some cathedral where that has, you know, just beautiful, absolutely gorgeous design to it. And they're like, modern man could never build something like this. And it's like, yes, they could. Yes, they absolutely could. And they could build it so much faster than anything. Uh, they could build it so much faster. They, they could build it so much faster. <laughs> Sleepy Joe won't let us. It's Build Back Better program. Yeah. And they um, could build it with a Trader Joe's in the bottom below. Exactly. I wish. Um, That'd make it better. Yeah. Like, like, but the point being is, is capitalism doesn't allow that. You know, these, these cathedrals were built... Uh, in, in a time where, where, uh, like basically in, in serfdoms and shit, you know, you like, Mm -hmm. you, you taxed, you, you, uh, stole money essentially from your, your villages and then the church would build whatever they wanted to over the course of however many decades. Now there, there has to be a profit motive and you're not going to spend decades building something like this with the most, you know, hand handcrafted everything because financially that doesn't make any sense. So essentially all of their, my point being is their posts are criticizing capitalism constantly mm-hmm. and they don't realize it. They don't, they're, they're not but smart maybe enough to I understand that. I wonder if in some way they do, because I feel like 
it's like one time we're talking with my dad. He was saying, you know, like, oh, I, I think the country should be a theocracy. And so then it's like, you know, it's like, I don't know, you know. And so it's like my dad is a guy that goes to like a really conservative church. Like, yeah, what do you really... even say to that? It's like, yeah, it's I'm like, like okay, well, dad. I'm like, what, you know, like, I mean, yeah, it I can already name other... basically fucking is. Like, yeah. you can't get elected to higher office without swearing your allegiance or saying that you attend a church to some degree, you know. Even even with declining numbers, you still have to you have to make the appearance at the church. You know, is like it it never. It, Trump walks across the street and holds a Bible up in front of the church. Like even even the flimsiest flimsiest of this, um, I got one too. Yeah, it, like even even the the flimsiest uh, shows of solidarity with religion are still required. You know, you can't do it without one. Yeah, yeah. I mean. Yeah, it, it's it's so funny that I feel like any argument that you have with people that feel that way, like deeply religious, they can't divorce themselves from that, what they view as like a default. Like yeah. they view it as a Christian nation. They view it as like, they think that's like the default way the country was set up. And in some ways they're not completely wrong. Right. And so it's like, and then and then I'll try and be like, well, imagine if this was happening to you on the other side. And they're like, but I can't because I'm number one. Like that, that feels like what their default yeah, is. It's, like, it's main, main no, character God put syndrome. me like if yeah, right. if you if you can't view yourself as anything other than the main character, you can truly never empathize with the idea of another. Now, but don't you understand Christians are an oppressed group according to all the movies that I've been watching? That is true. That is yeah. very true. Um, no, it's the, the, you know, walk a mile in another man's shoes. Like all of these sayings, they're, they're all rooted in truth. You know what I mean? Like the, the inability to view yourself, it's again, similar to those accounts that don't realize what they're criticizing. Um, the people that are freaking out about the percentage of the white race, like the percentage we make up in America, like becoming a minority, it's like, okay, so what, so so you're almost there. You're almost there. What's the, what's the next point that you're making? Like, can you see to the next sentence that what you're saying is minorities are treated like shit and you're afraid of becoming one? Like that's the, that's the next logical step in what you're afraid of. You just can't, you can't admit to to what you're actually afraid of happening. I'm not sure how it ties in, but I feel like somehow it does. Um, when I was in Dallas, I was like sitting there actually waiting for Flem and uh, his kid to show up at the convention because uh-huh. I gave them free passes. Um, and But I'm just sitting there kind of waiting for them to kind of walk my direction. And oh, this guy comes cute. up to me with this bag and he was like, hey, I have this thing I want to give you. And I'm like, okay, what is it? You know, he opens his bag and he pulls out the Bhagavad Gita, you know, the Hare Krishnan book. Uh-huh. And John then Joseph? I was like, yeah, it was John Joseph. Um, <laughs> he was like, the guy was like, uh, you know, I, I want to give this to you. He's like, very nice guy. And I was like, I, I know this sounds like I'm lying to you, but I actually already have a copy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then he looked at me in a way like I was full of shit. And I was like, I don't want to take it from you because I already have it and I've right. read it, right. <laughs> you know, and I was like, I have it. I was like, thank you for offering it to me. He was going to also make, he said it was free, but he was like, we take donations. Yeah. Yeah. But, that's, you know, that's, I'm like, but I do. Graded. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was, yeah. I'm going to get it graded. <laughs> um, yeah. But I was like, uh, I already own it. And I said, I know. And I like pointed at myself, you know, I was like, I know this seems like I'm lying to you. You know, but I do own this, you know, you know, it's like, I think even in his mind, he couldn't fathom that, you know, like, it's like, I, I don't know. I I feel like it's like, you can't, some people can't even imagine like even picking up that book or like, they can't imagine even like kind of diving into like the Quran or, you know, like any of these kind of texts, you know, that are sort of like, and that's like a funny thing. It's like, I feel like if I, if I see a stand at like a restaurant and they're giving away like a free religious text and it's free, I'm going to take it. 
Right. You know, like, but, but I feel like it's like, you know, I, like people I've met in my life, my family members and stuff, they would never consider, you know, like, I don't think I get like a gold star for it, but like, it's such an interesting thing to kind of like live your life kind of through your blinders the whole time, you know, like, and I feel like just picking up these little, being curious and picking up these little texts throughout my life is sort of like that's, the reason that's, why you, you I'm just, not you, you just my nailed, dad. You just nailed on it is, is curiosity. Like you have to be curious about the world around you because yeah. if, if you're not, then you, you remain, uh, you, you create this insular existence where you feel even more like you're the main character. Like everybody feels that way. That is, that is just kind of like our yeah. operating system, you know, that, that we are, we are player one and we are the first person in the first person story. Right. Uh, that is, that's just a fact. Um, but if you're not curious, you create this, this idea that there really isn't anything outside of your immediate purview. It's, it's almost what's the, uh, object permanence thing. If, if I can't see it and I don't have a reason to see it, then it doesn't exist and it doesn't matter. And that's the conclusion. Like it not mattering is the, the problematic part because those people are also operating from the first person perspective and then your interests clash with each other and you know that usually ends up bad <laughs> for for one party or the other This is uh this is weird. We're recording on a weekday morning instead of the weekend. Um I had the day off. Josh had the day off. Ryan yeah. uh told his coworkers Debatable. to eat his ass and yeah. uh and to fuck off essentially, right? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think much. we'll ever I don't think we'll ever record on a Friday morning again. I can't imagine that. Actually happening. speaking of, I'm getting a call from one of them right now. <laughs> Are you really? <laughs> Yeah. Well, I guess on, on that note, um, wait, wait, actually, an, okay, gonna, answer the I'm call. Not, answer the call I'm on air. Answer Come the on. call. Do it. Nope. Do it. Do it. Come Do on. It. Nope. Do it's it. Dragon Tattoo. I don't want to talk to him. Oh, <laughs> we got to talk to Dragon Tattoo. Come on, man. No, we don't. <sighs> okay, so is he calling? So, so somebody is in a panic Dude does not because, rock. because they need somebody to call. They need somebody to cover a shift, right? No, uh, they're trying to call him too, and he was not awake. And but now I he's calling like, you. And I just said, try them again. Good for you. Yeah, yeah, that's we we so over the course of however many years we've been doing this, we've slowly been trying to get Raihan to like stand up for himself more and more. And I feel like it's I feel like he's one of those guys that like is is nice and nice and nice and then one day you're just going to like bring a pair of nunchucks into work or something and just beat everybody's ass. You I'm know going what I mean? to snap I'm going to snap like Ken Shamrock did back in the 1998 era WWF. Yeah. I'm just going to start breaking people's ankles. That's a, yeah, there we go. There we go. You're going to grab like one of those giant uh, femur bones that they sell at your store and beat everybody over the head with it. <laughs> after I chew on it. After Yes, after you chew. They are delicious. They are delicious, yeah, to yeah, be fair. FYI, for all the shit that I get for eating dog snacks in there, I will not <laughs> eat any of, the, any of the meat snacks in there because I'm like, they're almost all like raw. You chicken do have or, dignity. You you have a yeah. You do have a bar that you will I have not. Do, sink I have below. dignity. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Ding. Um, what's what's you know what's funny uh, is I'm going to uh, block the numbers of the people who are going to keep asking me about coming in to cover because they're lazy pieces of shit. <laughs> they are. They are. But you gotta you gotta practice like. You gotta, what's Santeria? Yeah, you gotta. <laughs> you gotta <laughs> practice Santeria with these people. I ain't got no crystal ball, man. I'm sorry. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but yeah, no. So, um, I, 